Hey, everybody. It's the Audible Forum Podcast, and it's episode 100. Episode 100 of the podcast. Wow, that's pretty cool. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted here in Iowa, and every coffee order is made specifically for whoever ordered it. That's right, made-to-order coffee shipped directly to your door. You can't beat that. Oh, wait, yes, you can. You can save 20% because you're listening to this podcast. So all you got to do is make an order at couchtowncoffee.com and enter the code word audible farm the code word audible farm will let them know that audible farm sent you and you can save 20 percent. so hit them up www.couchtowncoffee.com code word is audible farm it'll save you 20 percent. also the audible farm shop is up the audible farm shop is uh there's a link in the description if you want to scroll down and check it out and uh for listening to this episode if you're listening the day this came out the day this came out there is 5% off anything at the Audible Farm shop if you enter the code word SCOTT. The code word is SCOTT, and once again, that code word is only available for today, today only. So if you're listening to this the day it came out, you have a shot at saving 5%. If not, uh, hey, check out the next episode maybe. Uh, All right, so the code word is SCOTT for this week, and why is the code word SCOTT to save 5% on the order? Well, it's because I'm sitting down with Scott Kirkhart. Scott Kirkhart uh, hit me up, and he's like, what are you doing for episode 100? And I said, well, I don't have any big plans. And he said, I'm in. So we got together, and we recorded so much in this that we actually filled up the SD card on my recorder. And uh, I didn't have anything with me to empty it and keep going. So the conversation kind of just ends. However, we did also record a video version of this podcast. Yes, there is video version of this podcast. I'll talk a little bit more about that in the outro, though. So this episode is pretty cool. We talk about Scott Kirkhart having uh, over 100,000 views on Facebook on his music video. That is absolutely insane. Uh, 100,000 views, are you serious? Like, I thought clearing 1,000 was pretty cool. 100,000, oh, wow, that's... That's pretty wild. You know, we talk about that. We talk about uh, coming back and playing shows and, and having a stage presence as well as going to the Barnum Jams. And uh, we talk about all sorts of good stuff. So uh, check it out. And uh, if you want more information on the longer version of this podcast, uh, check it out in the outro. It'll be in the outro. But yeah, this is episode 100. Woo woo! Episode 100 with Scott Kirkhart. It's the Audible Farm Podcast. With your host, Peter Stockdale. can't wear my Scott Kirkhart hat while I'm doing this. All right. Dude, what's up? It's episode 100. 100. 100. Uh, You know, it's really wild. Like, my podcast goes to episode 100 as your video clears 100,000 views on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Did. That's pretty wild. It was. I don't, it is. I like I think you were still recording that uh the video for that before the last time I talked to you on the podcast. Yeah, I mistaken. think we recorded the video when was it? April March, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, so I think it's I think I haven't talked to you since even since it came out. So the video um I'll do me. 
I'll do me. I'll do me. Uh, it's available pretty much anywhere you want to watch a video. YouTube. It's on yep. YouTube. Yep. YouTube. And uh, Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. It cleared a hundred thousand views on Facebook, man. That's that's pretty. Uh, it's unreal what social media can do. Yeah. No kidding. Um, have I mean, you, and it's from coast to coast to. Have you gotten any like weird traffic? Have people been like, hey, you yeah, know, like uh, yeah? And you know what? We went to Sawyer Brown concert the other night or last night in at Sac County Fair. Oh, nice. And one of my friends was wearing a hat, and she walked up, and she says, somebody came up and says, is that a Scott Kirkhart hat? And we're <laughs> like, yeah. And where can I get one of those? How do you know them? And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. Oh, man. <laughs> Got to set up an online shop, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's coming. Oh, good. Yep, good, good, is. good. I, I just set one up, and it's beneficial because I'm sure you know just as much as I do that, like, when you're trying to sell merch, like, on the side a little bit, it's like uh, – you know, just hit me up. I'll meet you here. And then it's just like, do I have to have change now? And then you got to make sure you got the right size and, and maybe bring another one just in case it's not big enough, you know? Right. It's, oh man. So it's, it's tough sometimes Especially meeting up with, with people. t-shirts, you know, and I, we're going to have a whole line coming up. I'm teaming up with Jim Jensen from Trophies Plus. Oh, cool. And we're going to have the website out, the online store out. And we're going to have cups, mugs, hats, t-shirts. Oh, sweet. Keychains, anything that you'd ever want. Dude, so. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I'm going to move my mic. Hopefully it's not too loud. There we go. Uh, that way it's closer to in between us. Because we're going to be facing each other. So maybe we could... Yeah? Uh, yeah? How you doing? There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move these mics. But anyways, uh, yeah, dude. Like, how did, how did you meet up with this guy? Or how did you end up deciding this was the way you were going to go? Or... You know what? Everything is just kind of fallen um, right in place the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. I'm just out playing gigs, playing music is what I want to do. And... and uh, he came to a few of my shows and really liked what he was seeing, and and we became really really good friends. And he's just a huge supporter of music. He's a, he's an old bass player from back in the '80s when in the uh, in the hair days. Oh, and, cool! Yeah, cool. Turned businessman, and oh, nice. So he's just like you know, I can help you out. We can do this. We can do this. And well, that's really neat. I said great. So you're just like teaming up with him and kind of. I teamed up with Jim Jensen. Yep. Um, and so they're building his website right now. I mean, they're spending buku bucks on their huge business website. And, oh, cool. And they own Trophies Plus and Brita. And so they take care of like all the Iowa High School Athletic Association, Minnesota High School Athletic Association stuff. Oh, cool. All the trophies, ribbons, you know. Oh, neat. That. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. That's really cool. Oh, man. Maybe you could like make a trying to think of like what is the most insane thing you can make at like a trophy store for a scott kirkhart memorabilia uh, or something yeah right like you get like a scott kirkhart plaque you can start selling or something <laughs> you never know you never know we no. should we should make you one for clearing a hundred thousand views that I was mean, uh that you know that was pretty cool and that hundred thousand views i mean i think it's what a 117 now i think is what it is i, I, I mean, haven't looked last i looked if and if that's the case it's been like i haven't looked in like three weeks so you yeah. know in like three weeks you got I mean, almost another twenty thousand views it's still climbing i mean you know and oh god so uh, uh, tim tim fox um and tfc productions true north visuals that's who did it um the video and it's right in the middle of the pandemic stuff that's all going on yeah and we we make this trip all in Minnesota, and you're not supposed to do this stuff in Minnesota because that's pretty well shut down right now. Yep. So we made a trip up there one weekend and decided to shoot at this horse ranch. And oh, cool. The owners of the horse ranch are the, are the couple that's in it that played actors. And oh, They neat. were all game and gun low for it. And Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That, yep. That's really awesome. I was wondering if you, like, hired professional actors or, like, I was like, where's this place no. at? Because this place looks really cool, you know. And They were um, – 
they were they're both husband and wife and Jordan the the girl um she's she was she was fantastic she's just like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna you know let's do this and, and i said all right well you got to kind of act main you got to kind of act mad to josh and, mm-hmm. and the guy that plays in it and he's just laughing he's so chill and set back and he's yeah. like oh all right let's go and she, <laughs> man she did a fantastic job yeah it's a really good video and then you know so we put it out there and it just hit immediately and it just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going which is good yeah, I I think one of the things that helped that, um, as far as like, you had momentum going into the release just on the simple fact you you found a hook from the song that was just a small enough snippet to not even give any of the song away. Right. And it was just like this song's coming out. Yeah. And it's coming out in like a month, you know. And yep. so you would post that like every now and then you'd post these little snippets of it and just being like, dude, it's yeah, coming. Like a little teaser type deal. Yep. Yeah. It's it's coming. And, it's coming. You know. And I met through Tim. I met Tim through my videographer through music too. When I opened up for Ross Ellis and, and Drew Baldridge at the bundle up ball at Alta, Iowa. Oh, cool. <laughs> and you know, we got to be really good friends. He's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. And so he's the one who made both of my videos, all, all three of them. Cause the amazing grace video that we did. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the I remember video. And then, mm-hmm. and then this one, yeah, he's ready for the next one, so. dude. Dude, <laughs> oh man, I hope you got something in mind. Oh yeah, you know it's really crazy how you can like just kind of saunter through music and do your things, and then run into these kind of people that can help you it, accomplish it, a goal. You know, it's amazing, and I, I've been blessed with people that I have that has came into my life and just happened to just bounce into my life that way. Yeah, you know, I mean. Um, and I can't thank them enough and all the support that I get out of them enough. Shannon Iverson at the Cornerstone Pub up in Emmitsburg is another one. Yep. Uh, we're kind of teaming up, him and I are. Um, and we're going to try to get music. He wants to be the elite area for music up in North, or North Iowa area. Oh, cool. And so he's really on board and gung-ho and wants to start booking some of these big gigs. He's doing Wednesday nights now, and he wants to do more and more and more. So I'm kind of working with him and... Oh, neat. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Uh, and, you know, he, we met at the Carroll Brewing Company. <laughs> he came down there one Sunday during my Sunday fun day shows that I do down there. And yep. Super nice guy. Whole family's great. And their daughter Tatum is an incredible singer. She's 17 years old. And I'm like, you got to keep doing this. You know? <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, it's neat how, how people just kind of pop into your life through music. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's how I met you guys. How I met Clint Riedel. How I met Jeremy Ober. It's just, yeah, it's like it's it's a blessing, totally. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Like for a while, I was just like, I don't know if I fit in with this group of people and blah blah, you know. But then after a while, it's like I'm just gonna sit down and talk to all these people, and you find out everyone's just a regular person, you know, and, and they're accessible, and just because they can play music maybe quote unquote better than I can quote unquote. Hey, everybody watching the video can watch the air quotes now, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah. We're on video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. But, uh, but yeah, so like just cause they're better than me doesn't mean they're, you know, not going to talk to me and stuff like that, you know? And uh, it's, you know, it, it has afforded me a lot of like crazy opportunities, like playing the rock and picnic and going to jam nights and uh, you know, being like one of the host musicians at a Patty's pub jam night with, with Jeremy Ober and, you know, and like, right. and coming out here and, and playing all the jam nights and, and Barnum. Barnum's you know? kind of fun. I, and I, what did I come in there about two weeks ago? I think was the, yeah, two or three. That was my two. first time I've been there for a jam night. Mm-hmm. And, I got on the drums. That was kind of fun, yeah. dude. I haven't done that. 
that's so funny. Like you're up. It's like, do I can I play drums? And I'm just like, yeah, anybody can play. I mean, I'm playing drums. You know, Clint's playing drums. Go up there, and all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, Scott knows how to play the drums. No, I don't really. I mean, I played drums for a long time in my life, and then I just quit. So like, let's talk about that. Like, how did you start playing the drums? Was that like your first instrument? Then it was. I played. I played in high school. I was a. I was a three-time state jazz band drummer in high school. Oh, cool! Yeah, and then and then we went to um, I went to college and played drums in college. Oh, that's awesome and, too. And then one day I was just like, mm, eh, I'm done. What? Yeah, yeah. I just like I, I got I got tired. Well, because let's be honest, drummers never get any good-looking women. <laughs> so uh, no, I'm joking. Drummers joking. Um, but I wanted to play guitar. I wanted to learn how to play guitar, mm-hmm. and I wanted to make music and not just noise, you know, or or a rhythm to it. Uh, yeah, it is very tough to pull like a melody out of a drum kit, yeah. you know. Yeah, you can't do it. Yeah, I mean, you you can come up with some killer beats. But... Yeah. So then I just decided that I was just done with it. I was just I was partying and having a good time, and I was young, and mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, ah, I'm gonna do something else. And so that's when I kind of started learning how to play guitar a little bit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really cool, though. I mean, uh, did you, like, just quit playing drums altogether? Did I you ever, did. ever now and then sit did. at one Actually, or no? you know, I had to make rent payment, I think, one time, and I ended up selling my oh, drum no. set to oh. do that. Oh. And I, I regret it now because um, it was a nice Mapex, you know, full set. And uh, I'm sure there's so many musicians that have those stories. Oh, that's right? got to be soul-crushing. You know, it's just like, oh, I, I, well, I got to get rid of this. I guess, I, you know, I'm not using it, I guess, you know, and then 10 years down the road or whatever, you're like, Dang it. Oh, I still wish I had the drum set. It was yeah. a killer drum set. Dude, yeah. I mean... I went to California somewhere, if I remember right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think that's something crazy. Is like, uh, it seems like instruments, and I'm not trying to say they like get cheaper, but it seems like the high and low end instruments are kind of evening out now, the later they go. And like... Back in the day, some of the, like even the cheaper stuff was made so high quality that like, oh yeah you know nowadays the cheaper stuff isn't quite as high quality. Well, you they, know? some of the guitar companies kind of screwed themselves that way. Yeah, you know, I mean, they were selling squires that were just as good as regular Fender Strats. Yeah, know? yeah, I know. Like the the thing was, they like barely pay, they paid less attention to detail. Was like pretty much the only difference, Correct. you know. And yeah. it's like, you know, if you could set some specs up on the squires back in the day, because like you were talking about. We were talking once having a conversation about lace sensor pickups and uh, things like that. Yeah. And, and Squire made, you know, for a while they were just like, well, this one here is like actually like it's got high end pickups in it and high end tuners and the whole nine yards just like a Fender does. But the only thing that's different is like it's a B stock body. You know, it was one that was just like it has a thing in it and it does not perfect, you know. Right. So it's a Squire now, you know. Yeah, nobody. No, you know, collectors cared. I yeah. mean, the players didn't care. No, exactly. They just wanted to, you know, and you could take a cheap guitar and throw some really good pickups in it. Yeah. I mean, that's been my MO. I mean, that's what I've that's what I've preferred to do if I'm taking a guitar places. Yeah. You I know, mean, and like I showed you, I I have, I have one electric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and the rest of mine are all acoustic. Yep. And, I mean, I'm a firm believer in that you have to have a guitar that speaks to you and when it what it does you won't put it down yeah and you know all the guitars that i have have literally just like yep this is it you mm-hmm. know? um but yeah that's as far as electric goes i i think i would probably do that too i think i'd find a cheaper one and throw some yeah 
I mean, cool pickups in it. I mean, I was talking with a buddy of mine about that. Like, you can go get like uh, an Epiphone guitar, and then literally go out and buy like a Gibson brand everything to replace the stuff on it, and you can have a Gibson for like half the price of the Gibson. Right. You know, and it just doesn't say Gibson on that it, stock. B- right? Bingo. Yeah, and I mean. Th- uh, another reason I've always preferred having like some less expensive electric guitars and then putting new pickups in it or whatever is the fact that like I can take this somewhere and if it gets stolen, it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah. still a big deal because you're losing your um, my guitars your baby, are just you just you don't want to put them down. I mean, they're just part of you know what I mean. They're, yeah, they're just yeah. This is and then you put somebody else's or you play somebody else's and it's like mm, yeah, it's it, not. It doesn't fit. Yeah. You know? It's so weird because, like, you can set up guitars to be almost exactly identical, but, like, picking years up, you're like, oh, I know what to do with this one. Right. Uh, I feel like there's something, especially, like, on my end with, like, electric guitars. You pick up someone else's electric guitar, it's like, I don't want to bend the strings too hard. You know, I don't want to. Yeah. On mine, I'd be, like, wailing into this thing, and I don't want to, like, scuff <laughs> it or, well, or something. I like your PV that you brought to Jam Night. Yeah. Man, that was That's cool old guitar. Yeah, that's a really neat old guitar. I jumped in like a pv group online and they were like this is the holy grail of pv guitars and it's the t60 but it's like you know that's another weird one like the prices for those are fluctuating like insanely are now because the people that know what they have want to try and sell them for oh, way too much right but you know the average market price is still less than like a, a new epiphone less well, you know, so, some like, of these, and then some of these collectors guitars like what, they just had an auction not too long ago, and they sold what Dwayne Almonds or yeah, oh was gosh. it Dwayne Almonds? Who was it? My uh, ironically, my dad sent me a link to the article, and he's just like, check this out. And I was like, oh, holy cow! Was it his gold top? It was for like fourteen million. I mean, it was unreal. Yeah, there was something. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was like a fifty-eight Les Paul or something. It was the one year that everyone always goes nuts oh, over. You know, right. I, I think. I don't quote me on that, but and I get some of those links, you know, from mm-hmm. and some of those auctions. These guitars are just going for. Yeah, it's insane. Unreal money. I started looking into like who buys whose guitars and like the who like what guitarists have large guitar collections that are more than just like oh, I've got I've got nine guitars and the, you know right. it's just some of these or some of you know like some of those people like end up having like hundreds and hundreds of guitars. You should and, check out Vince Gills. Did you ever check out Vince Gills? Uh-uh. Check out it's on YouTube. Look up Vince oh, Gill's man. guitar collection. Oh, man. And he's got pre-war era Martins and I mean <laughs> I, and hundreds of them. Oh man. It's yeah. It's probably just one of those deals where he's he's got the money, so why not, you know? And it's uh, they're not gonna go down in value. No, ever. No, that's an investment to them. You know, that's that's my always that's my favorite acoustic guitar. I've owned a Taylor, I've owned but I, I got two Martins now and I absolutely love them. Yeah. Yeah, man. I've and that's the thing is like I've only got one acoustic, but the acoustic I have, I mean, it works. It's functional. It's got it's right. electric acoustic and the whole nine yards. So it just doesn't have what you're talking about. It doesn't have that thing where it's like when I'm playing this, I don't want to put this down. And that's probably why I only have one because I'm just like, yeah, I don't like playing the acoustic. But it's just the one I have is not my preferred one. You know, I guess I always said that guitar's got it. That's why I like to go out and play them. I don't like this mel order. You know, Eesh, that's, that's so tough. It is. I, because even if you go, say you go to Chris Carr's Eighth Note Music mm-hmm. or Pro Music Center in Des Moines, you you pick up that guitar and you're like, oh, yeah, this is it. Yep. And then you bring it back and try to order it online and then you get it. It's still not the same it's exact not the guitar. Same. No. You know. No. Different pieces no of wood. No guitar is made the same. No. As close as you think they can get, they're still like a little bit off. Yep. Um, I've been... Like, I like to re- remake guitars. I, I di- hydro-dipped a blue one. It was actually a, 
uh, Les Paul Epiphone Les Paul 100. It's like a lower end Les Paul. But uh, the thing about that was like, I was just like, man, this guitar is kind of like, it's kind of cheap actually. You know, it's, it functions perfectly well. It's the one I play for Three Finger Betty, you know, nice. and it's, but it's, and that's a testament to playing a cheap guitar there. But uh, I just redid another one recently. Um, I showed you some pictures yep. of it earlier. Yep. I didn't make a video for that one, unfortunately. Oh, you didn't? No, I don't know why. Oh, you should. Have. I don't know why I didn't. What that that paint job? Whatever you did, how did you do that? You dip uh, it? Uh, that one actually, I used. Uh, I like flung the paint at the guitar. Oh, you did from a distance, and that's just the way it came out looking. So it worked out pretty well. But uh, that one's also an Epiphone Les Paul 100, but they weigh like almost a pound different from one another. Oh, and, really? And it's. Like when I'm like, why do they weigh so different? And you, you set them next to each other, and the body on one is thicker than the other one. So it's yeah. like, and that's a testament also to like how inconsistent they can be. It's the same model they of guitar, can. right? It, they were different years. They came from the same factory. That's cool that you're building your own though. Uh, Greg Merritt from Jake Light, he built his own. Yeah, I, I saw um, that when they played. Um, and it's got no volume on yeah. it. No volume controls. Yep. He does it all by pedal. Yep. And I'm like, that's kind of cool, man. I love that. And, and it sounds. Let's see, he played with Riddle with Class for Tracy Ernst's benefit. Mm-hmm. And um, it sounded killer tone. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got one, what, one pickup in it, one single yep. coil pickup? That's I, it. I think it's got a, a mini humbucker. So it's like a humbucker oh, squished, it is, squished a into humbucker. a single. I think, I think. Yeah. I, but yeah, I mean, he did, that's what he did. He went full, just straight out. And you it know, sounds all the, so good. All the tones coming from there. He also, you know, like. He took a good approach too, where he took like a Mexican body. So it's like, as far as like uh, consistency, Mexican made fenders are like second to American. Right. You know? yep. And uh, you're going to get like the most consistent quality. But wood, he, re- he sanded everything down and redid it all. He redid it all himself and, and, and put a different neck on it so it was more stable and wish whammo. I, could, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I mean, I probably could. But yeah, I, yeah, I mean, that, that blue guitar I had was the first one I ever took apart. Really? And I was just like, just take it all apart, all the way apart. I mean, unsolder everything, just take everything all apart like completely and, and just see what happens. That's, that's you know? cool, though. And it was that was a wild one because I, like, I had it all done, and I was like, I want to put a kill switch in here. I want to put a video game knob kill switch in here. So I threw one of those in there, a la Buckethead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but it was after I had the guitar finished, and I was like, I have to drill through the front of this thing, and it's already finished. And, I, and if I chip this finish, it's going to get destroyed. Right. And so I had to, like, find a way to do it. So I got some really hard wood and some really soft wood and applied it together so it always had constant tension so that way it always the, sure. when the drill went sure. through it didn't splinter anywhere but this is weird stuff you got to kind of figure out and, well, I'm, st- and I'm still figuring I stuff got, out so when I was making that video the music video I had my Martin right there mm-hmm. sitting uh, on a strap and it's strap locked and I had it hanging over my shoulder and I went to, I must have turned this way and the the patio door handle mm-hmm. of the house that we were in mm-hmm. it hit the bottom of oh, the wow. guitar pretty hard yeah and i didn't think anything of it at all you know i was like oh no darn it yeah and i feel and there's like a puncture wound in the wood no, of the no. bottom of my guitar and i look and it's cracked and i'm like what in the world oh no how in the hell do i fix this yeah and so i went down to des moines i brought it down to des moines there's a luthier there that yep. um, the luthier air or the luthier shop or whatever yep is that and, the one that was like, is it kind of by lefties, maybe, you know? I don't know. Um, it's in Clive, I think, is where it's at. Okay. okay. Down the yeah, road diff- from... Different one, but yeah. Right down the road from Pro Music Center and, All right. and around the corner from a guitar shop. All right. But it's just this one single guy. Mm-hmm. And 
there was probably four guys in there that day bringing, and three of them were from Fort Dodge area. Oh wow! Bringing mandolins and all kinds of stuff. There's that's kind of a trade in itself. Yeah. I mean, you know, and he fixed it. It looks it looks good. Mm-hmm. And I was when that happens, mm-hmm. and something like that happens, you're like. <sighs> what in the hell do I do now? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh no. But now she's got a story to tell. So. Exactly. Yeah. And the best part is like some of those repairs can be done to the point where like, you can't even tell that anything right. happened. Well, he said, do you want me to completely fix it? You know, where you can't tell anything or it's going to cost this, or do you want me to, you're going to see it, um, the crack, but yeah, it won't nothing. do anything. Yep. It'll give it a little character. Yep. And I said, yeah, let's do it that way. Yeah. So, I would have done it that way too. Yeah, so I got a little character to it. You know, yeah, like dude. I said, she's got a story to her. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to do it though, too. Um, you know, and I wish I knew more about that stuff. I never went to school for it or anything. I oh, just, I just yeah. read most of my stuff in a book. But like, I also assume like guitar building would be different than guitar repairing. Because imagine like you can build a guitar. It's like, oh, I sawed all this stuff off and right. ammo painted it and stuff. But it's like I dropped it and now this thingy's all janked up and it's like well now we gotta like set a dowel in here to, and drill it yeah, out yeah you have to other... fix it pull the wood out yeah and then crazy stuff glue it. it and yep i i have aspirations um of fixing an acoustic guitar that somebody has broken and it's very non-functional and i'm going to try to like hobo it all together using <sighs> minimal knowledge and see what happens well i got a well i got a friend of mine who gave me his ovation and the, oh, the cool. bridge popped off of it oh wow yeah and he's like where do i get it and i said well i could probably take it down to des moines to you you know you know and get it fixed or mm-hmm. maybe chris carr could fix it too and i bet chris I, Chris has it. been doing a lot of work on guitars i've seen yeah oh man oh man yeah yeah i've been seeing some of his videos some of his videos yeah. and i'm like man he's got some killer equipment over there yeah. eight note music now you yeah know? i mean and that's the thing it's vintage. like vintage a lot of that stuff's appointment only and all this other stuff so yeah with all this pandemic crap that's going but, on but the easiest way is for him to drag them all over to a shop one at a time or ten at a time or however he's doing right. it and just being like here's a video of me playing this guitar it's for sale hit me up and it's like Everything I hear, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. Yep. He was doing like a harmonica amp that was really awesome. Oh, I, yeah, I seen that one, and I seen the one that uh, he was slide guitar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I think that. I think maybe we're thinking of different ones. But. Well, and you know, so that puts us into a whole another subject of those live feeds that he's been doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh, dominant force in the area, definitely. Oh yeah, Some and, of the highest you quality. Know, he's streams. been doing that seventeen by seventeen studios, which is he's doing a killer job of it. I think he finally got his internet problem fixed. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, it was it was never ending there no, for a while. But I mean, he was getting everything like a uh, squirrel chewed on it. You know, he was getting, right. he was getting like every <laughs> right, excuse. Everything. They'd fix it and come um, back and be like, God, some guy was mowing his lawn and hit a thingy. It's like, geez, man. You know, like, that kind of that kind of got fun though there for a little while. I mean, granted, it's not as fun as playing out in front of a crowd. Yeah. But I did mine, and Tim videoed that. My videographer, he did all that video stuff for it. Oh, cool. And um, we did one at his house, and it was just by myself. And then we did one over at um, Lakeview Foods. Actually, sponsored it. Um, Chad and Gina Schlepp, they're the owners, and they got this cool man cave that they built it's it's, just, it's literally a big garage mm-hmm. and the floor is all polished up and it's he's an iowa state fan i'm not much of an iowa state <laughs> fan but no, he's got so he's got it's a big it's a big man cave so he's like come over here and do it mm-hmm. he boosted up the internet from 
called the company and had them boost up the internet just for that oh, night. Oh, and, cool. Oh, yeah. So we went there twice. I played with <laughs> Ober one time and Tank Anthony one time. Uh-huh. And those guys were fun. I mean, that was a fun, fun night. Oh, I bet. Ended up being it. We ended up drinking probably a little too much. <laughs> it happens. Oh, man. That's another guy I need to get a hold of is Tank Anthony. I haven't, ha- I haven't had him on here yet. Tank is why. a great dude. Yeah, man. I mean. And he's killing it, too. Yeah, dude. He's he's a ways away, though. I think he's like, what, Iowa Falls area? Something Iowa like Falls, yeah. Maybe he'll Skype me. Yeah, you never know. He dude, comes to Fort Dodge a lot, too. He does. He does. Maybe he can make some time for me. I don't know. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm coming for yeah, you, there Tank you go, Anthony. Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I'm like looking at this hat over here. It's looking so nice sitting over here. Um, we did a, a nice little merch swap. We did last time we ran into each other. We were at the Barnum Jam and did a merch swap. And I got, I got the red, white, and blue hat. I can't really put it on. I wore right your now. t-shirt last night. The oh, thank you, man. At the Sac County Fair, man. Dude, that's sweet. <laughs> it was that's like so cool. cool. That is so awesome. Yeah, yeah. I've, I mean, there's been a lot of people liking the liking the podcast recently. So. Thank you, everybody. I really appreciate it. But that's great. You know, you're you, picking up steam, dude. Yeah, I mean, you had different varieties of hats and everything, though, because you're wearing a different yeah, hat got, than this one. Yep, yeah, my black. This is the black and gray one. Um, yeah, I mean, I like that one too, man. I really like that one. It's it's I, understated and classy, you know. I, well, it's just it's simple. Yeah, dude. I mean, and you know, they're twenty five bucks is what I sell them for normally. Yeah. Um, you go to the buckle or whatever like that, and they have blank Richards hat. Yeah. Or Richardson's hat for forty dollars. So you can get one from logo without it, you know. Yeah, support local and everything. I yeah. Mean, um people are noticing, you know, that's kind of when we started it, my buddy Tom Bolin, who owns Black Bison Outfitters. There's I met him on the route, you know, because I'm a FedEx guy, it's my day job. Mm-hmm. And we became really huge music lover. Loved like King of the Tramps and all those Yep. That kind of music, you know, and just totally into it. And I was like, hey, make me a logo, you know, a new logo and Yep. And he came up with that. It's simple. Yeah. It's yeah effective. And people are starting to know the logo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and associate the logo, which is kind of cool. Well, it's just enough to be noticeable, too. Because, like, I, I'm not a hat guy, but I've been wearing hats recently because I have a hat now. And so I've been wearing it around, and people are just like, what's that? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And it's just enough to be like... To get people's interest, yeah. and you're just yep. like, oh, it's a guy that plays music around here. His name's Scott Kirkhart, so that's the SK, you know. Yep. And, and it's just enough to get people, get people. I don't know what it is, well, it's but kind of like at the fair, they're like, hey, how do you know him? Yeah. And it was so, it was kind of funny because I was like, I, Jen walked up to me and was like, oh, hey, by the way, you have a really, really big fan here, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are you talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, like she knew exactly what this hat was, and, <laughs> and was like how do you know him? And, and I, she's like, well, I'm friends with him. My husband and I are friends with him. And he's probably going to be here in like 10 minutes. And she's like, really? Oh, man. And, and her little girls were there too. And, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, this is cool. So it was kind of starstruck. And I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. But I, it's cool. You know, I kind of guess. It's so cool, though. Yeah, it I is. Mean, I mean, it's crazy. Humbling. I, yes. I mean, that's the Absolutely. thing. Is it's The end game is to feel that feeling and the... And a lot of us think we were going to be met with like a lot of pride when it comes to that, but it's the opposite of it. It, I think it, is, it is the opposite of it. It's like, oh shucks, I'm just another dude. Yeah, you're you almost know? just like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not a big deal. No, no. no. But it's it's weird because I mean, and she was cool, and she was like, dude, I love all your music and this and this and this. Where do you play again? I we always keep up to date on Facebook and everything. And I was like, you know, thanks for your support. And, mm-hmm. and it was just, I mean, it was it was humbling, but you're kind of like. 
listen, lady, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just average Joe yeah. here, man, playing music. Regular you know? guy, yeah. regular guy. I can come, you come to Bartum to jam nights. You can see us all dink around. Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh man, and that's, I, which is cool. I mean, is, it was very humbling, and I mean that's one of the cool things about having music videos that are like as official looking as yours are and things like that. You know, yeah. you, you went the full money, you did a good audio recording to go along with a good video recording. And here's, here's the final product. And people are just like, Oh, this guy, yeah. he's, he's in it for real, you know? And that's, I think something a lot of people attribute to and being able to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and I, it's not that I'm trying to get famous cause I'm not. No, I just want people to love my music. And if it touches somebody or makes them feel, good or or brings back memories at that certain time or mm-hmm. anything like that that's what i that's what i'm shooting for you know i think that's what every songwriter shoots for yeah is that feeling yeah we're we're emotionally letting our feelings out on a piece of paper which, that's and, true and into tunes you know i mean i had a buddy of mine after that song came out he's like wow man that was deep dude i was like literally laying in bed with my wife and i just started had tears in my eyes and I was like he's like either you came from got hurt in your past or <laughs> you know or something like yep. that and I'm I'm like I, I don't really know it just when you're in that writing mode you're in that phase you kind of just let it out yeah you know mm-hmm. I, w- I mean I'm saying yeah like I know I'm not a good songwriter unfortunately and that's like one of the things I think is cool about you is you're writing all this music yourself you know you're not just like Here's an album with 12 cover tunes. You know, it's like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, writing's, you know, and there's there was times that, like, I would write the chorus. And when I was with my my ex now, but when I was with, with Amy, and, uh, and we were, she would help. She was a great, fantastic writer. Like, she could, she could, she was so intelligent. She could write, but she wanted to write way more than what needed to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, no, no, we got to dumb it down a little bit. This is yeah. what, you know. That's that's actu- hard. That's actually important because if you speak everything that happens there, it leaves no room for the imagination for right. the person to interject Correct. themselves. And there's got to be phrasing, you yeah. know. I mean, there's got to be a rhythm to what you're kind of doing, mm-hmm. and, and there's got to be a hook. Yep. Uh, and I, I was never a songwriter, and I was I was never wanted to be a songwriter. I was never even interested in songwriting. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden one day I was just like, you know what? Maybe it's time. Mm-hmm. And I. I got a book, Songwriting 101, I think is what it was. And, oh, I, and I read nice. the whole entire book, and mm-hmm. I was just, I still didn't understand it. I've always been a writer, but I was always doing the same thing mm-hmm. where you're, you're writing way too, entirely too much. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> you know, I mean, and you do, you have to dump, and I say dumb it down, but you have to. I feel I I understand what you're saying. I feel like you have to leave enough open space in there, too. Like, uh, right. y- you can't just go full sentences like you know it was 2 a.m and i was hungry for a burrito so i was driving home and then it was i was a little bit you know it's just like you, yes you're, you're speaking too much it's just like late one night driving home it's just like boom that's enough i mean and that's enough to be ambiguous enough where it's just like everyone's been in that situation yes. you know yes you know you know and, and, and that's true so you know and like when i'll do me came out when we started right when i started writing i'll do me um you know it was kind of an argument and she looked at me and said, you do you, I'll do me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thanks. Yeah. That's a, that's a hook. That's a yep. huge hook right there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, it, it worked. It was killer. It was, um, you have to try to explain something in detail mm-hmm. 
but make it really, really simple at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Clint is really good at doing that. Clint is that that's a different style of music. It's a storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like he is literally telling you a story when he's singing to you, and that to me is awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I'm more trying to. I want you to picture something in your mind, mm-hmm. and this is you know tail lights in the driveway. Yep. Um, you left me standing in the pouring rain. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it's just it's it's crazy. I, and I love Clint when he does some of his. And when he does his own stuff and what he does and what he's doing, and it's, he is a storyteller. Yeah. And that's what is cool about it. And, and Ober, there's another good killer songwriter on this area right now. Oh, my God. I, Jeremy Ober is also one of those people It's hard to, like, pin on a map somewhere because he can do so much different stuff where it's like, well, he's not, he doesn't fit. I mean, he fits into this box, but he also fits into these boxes, which are contrary to the first box you right? put him in. You know, so. He's got that one song out right now, Atmosphere. It isn't recorded anywhere. I'm like, dude, you got to get that song recorded. Oh, my gosh. It's my favorite, dude. Yeah, I mean, there's so much so much stuff he does. I love hearing him at jam nights and busting songs out. Yeah. Sometimes you get to hear him like work on a song before he gets to go play it live somewhere well, you know, at a jam what, night. Well, Jesse Wilson popped up. Yeah. Know, man, he's starting to kick things off, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, dude. His new video is killer. Yeah, it is. I, uh, yeah. Check it out, Jesse Wilson Music. Right? I, I, I should share it. I should share it to the group because I don't know if I did share it or not. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've just been a little busy, I guess, this week. But, <sighs> well, but yeah, dude. And that's the cool thing, though, is I feel like it's not like, I don't know. So, like, you guys have very professional videos, and it's not like Clint Riedel's is not because I made it. But, I, thought it you, I thought it was really good. But the thing about it is, like, we made that in, like, the course of an afternoon and, like, one set on a cell phone with a cell phone yeah that's that's killer and i hate to like i almost hate admitting it because it's just like it makes it feel like less but like i've had people contact me like i want you to videography my wedding and it's just like i have with my cell phone like that's what i keep thinking it's like it's gonna look dumb when you're paying me money and i'm walking around with a cell phone and everyone can do this (laughs) you know but I i thought it was a good video but the concept of that is is pretty awesome like i've thought to myself i wish i wish i could go to a show and then, like, before you play one song, have everybody in the crowd get on their cell phone and record it and then send you that one song to you. So you can, like, pop through all these different that would be fan neat. views. Yeah, that would be neat. If you've got a good audio recording of it, it would be well, a pretty... Well, we're doing video today. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, and you're right, my, my band partner, my, my band buddy, Tim Salter, is right. You hear what you see. Mm-hmm. And when you have a video of the song... Yes. As soon as they see that video, they're out buying that song somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's on Apple Music or Spotify or streaming it or doing whatever. Yep. And um, same goes for a show, you know, when you put on a yes. show. Yes. Lights and smoke and, you know, that, that that's a pretty cool show. Dude, Salty Views. Oh, gosh. You guys could, they could stick you in the corner of, of here and be like, you guys are playing a show here. And it, like you said, it'd be there'd be lights and smoke in the whole nine yards and... It would be awesome, and you guys would only take up just as much just as a corner. sectional well, couch. You know, and you know, I'm like... kind of incorporating that into my solo stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Um, was it Brady O'Brien? Yeah, Brady, Mason O'Brien's brother, I think is what it is. He's 16 years old, mm-hmm. and he's got these this light rack that he, he built, and it's got all the mov- movable lights, the oh, motorized yeah. lights. He's like, hey, man, can I come over and run lights for you? You know? And I was, oh, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, sure. He's like, I'll bring smoke and everything, too. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, I got my banner. We'll hang from the dress, you know, and mm-hmm. I got my banner behind me, and I would play in Lakeview that way the other oh, was it the other night because I've been hitting the road a lot. Yeah, yeah. And 
man, it was a cool show. It, yeah. was, it was. It was packed house, and it was. I mean, it, it was. The lights made a huge difference. I'm assuming he was running all the lights with some program on his computer or something. It's all on his yeah. It's all on a program on a laptop. Oh, that's awesome. And it's uh, it's basically just like the old DMX board, mm-hmm. except for it's on your laptop now. And oh, that's awesome. You can have each individual. It's. I bet it's pretty simple. Like I mean, it's, I don't, it's know, com- it's I don't pro- know how to do it. Well, it's probably com- complex, but like the deal is, like I bet you can just like. You just like motorize everything to points where you like it, and you're just like store this as setting one, you know. So you yeah. can have some like general stuff. But you were saying, I think we were talking about this that like it was to the point where like he was customizing it for you, like putting the spotlight on you for oh, certain yeah, parts yeah. of like, certain like, songs. Okay, so then, if I'm with Salty, mm-hmm. if, if I'm singing a song solo, mm-hmm. whatever, he'll, all those lights would be moved to me, you know. That's wild, dude. I, I <laughs> and mean, he just, you, and got he just a, you got a big time concert. In, in, in a little yeah dude and it's awesome <laughs> yes. and it, you know and it really is and then he he's crazy because he packs it up puts mm-hmm. it in the back of a pickup truck down the road he goes yep yeah oh uh, man i I'm mean a, i'm like man you can come and do i'll, I'll pay you whatever you you know yeah just, yeah exactly whatever. i mean it's worth it too i think so too everybody enjoys it that much more and they do and uh, there's something to be said even about a, a minimal light setup like an absolutely minimal one. I'm talking about just buy a couple of LED lights yeah. and some chasers. That's way better than nothing. Right. Without it, it's right. It's lacking so much. But well, with- that's all I normally have is just one of those trees, you know, that's mm-hmm. got four lights on it or whatever it is. Yeah. That's all I ever usually use. That's enough. Yeah, right. yeah, but and that's if, plenty. If you didn't have it, you would just be a dude in the corner playing guitar. Right. And exactly. I'm not trying to say no, but that's the truth. That's it adds some weird dynamic. I mean, it does. I play in a punk band. We play in a lot of bars, and it's it's noticeable when we bring the light rigs with us. And the lights are literally just, we just bought some like cheap plug-in lights where it's just like you can just plug this into the wall and it chases sound and it spins around and different lights shoot out of it. Who cares? It's just background stuff. But if you don't have it, it's like this is missing something. But right. if it's there, it adds, I think it adds energy to it. It, it does. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I really truly do. I it think. makes photos look so much cooler too when there's like oh yeah different for sure. I got some killer around. photos from the other night. That awesome. Was like man, that's pretty neat stuff. It's yeah. uh It's it's a whole new ball game, and with the LED lights, what they're doing now. Oh yeah. Oh man. And I mean, you know, some of those like those motorized lights, they're mm-hmm. like 90 bucks a piece now. Yeah. Uh, Tim has some I think that were like $2,000. I mean, oh, good yeah. lord. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Right? I remember those old park hand lights that were just like a billion degrees and I didn't play very many shows under them, but like a oh, lot of a lot of the places so hot. A lot of the places finally upgraded and I so I got like the tail end of it at a few places and then I got to go in up, and then there was like oh there's LEDs and in here. And then the LEDs finally. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh it's so much nicer in here. Like, I remember going in there. It's like, I'm not wearing a cotton shirt in here ever again. You know, it's way too hot, you know. Right. And oh, But it's crazy. Like, the technology that comes along with that is it's catching up to price ranges that a lot of people can afford without investing, like, insane amounts of money. Yeah. But, but it's also cool to have somebody else in town that kind of specializes in that. And it's just Yeah, like, that's that's all he's doing. He's not running sound. It's just, yeah. it's just it's, here's a light show. Check it out. Yeah. Um, Section 7 band is it, it's what he's he built a stage for him, and oh, geez. like yeah, yeah, it's got like an elevated stage, and it's got ramps that walk down, and they carry that, and that's what they do. Wow, and, and, wow. And that's I, I have not seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the guys that are in it. You know, killer, great dudes, and mm-hmm. from what I understand, they're killing it too. So there's another band that's up and coming. Yeah, Section Seven band. Dude, as cheesy as it sounds to like have bands that are like, well, we got this whole stage presence and stuff. And it's like, well, you're just playing in bars and stuff. And like maybe only a couple hundred people, absolute tops. And it's like, 
So what? It's still super cool. They're out doing it. I, as dumb as it sounds, I remember going to to the House of Bricks in Des Moines and seeing bands that were like playing like they were playing in an arena. And I still remember the stuff they had on stage, um, you know, or like the stage show that they put on. Regardless of the fact there was only like maybe like what 10, 15, 20 people at the show. It's like I still remember these guys. I, you know, and I still remember oh, yeah. the show just based on the fact that they they had those characters that came out in the show and. You know, it's uh, you have like, oh, we got all these stage props or something, or like, what's another example? Like bands that have like a, oh, we we don't tour or anything, but we've got four by twelve cabinets with our band name on the front. It's just like some people are like, they turn their nose up at it. It's like, dude, that's still cool as I hell. Think it's though. cool. It looks so professional. Looks like you yes. guys are serious and ready for this. It you know? does. You, you know, that's it's, it's kind of like when I was trying to find I was trying, my gig van. There you go. It's yep. the Cornerstone Kirkart Cruiser. Her name is Betty. <laughs> Betty. Yeah, Big Betty. Thanks Be- to my daughter. She's the one who named it. Nice. And um, I've been looking for a conversion van for years or something that I could finally just put everything in, go. If I'm at a gig somewhere on the other side of the state, I can yeah. literally. If you have to crash in it or something. Yeah. And whatever. Yeah. So I finally got one of them, and you know I could pull a trailer on top of it if I need to pull a trailer for the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's crazy how it becomes your life. Yeah. Literally, I mean, whether it's your guitars, whether it's sound, whether it's lights, um, it literally consumes your life. Yeah, it's starts- with everything. <laughs> yeah, before, yeah. Before you know it, you're buying a conversion van. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, what's uh, up with that? You I, know? I don't, I don't know, man. It's that's hilarious, though. And I and I totally get what you're saying. Like, I, I remember the first time I ever thought of that was like when Nick Earhart was with Riddle with Class, and he bought a trailer to haul all their stuff for their shows, and I was just like. Man, what an investment. You got a trailer right, to haul. A trailer. Dude. You know, now it's just like, well, there's a lot of people have trailers and it's simple and it's easy to do it, it that is. way. You know, it's, uh, I mean, if you need to, you can like carpool to an extent in a different vehicle, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, with your van, you could fit everybody in your van. Oh, and drive yeah. Them all to yeah. The show, you know? But, um, but it's just, you know, it's just weird how it's just, I'm just living my life through music and that's kind of what it is. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean that's one of the coolest things though too is like it's you, you were talking earlier like I don't want to get famous you know I don't want to get super popular I don't want to like tour the world. Well, I'm not this. saying I don't want to get well, famous. That's I mean, not, don't that's, get me wrong. Yeah, I mean that's not what you're doing, but like that's not what you're trying to like. That wasn't why you got into this. You weren't just like I'm going to make a million dollars and everyone's going to yeah know no my name. because you know? if you if you have that thinking I don't think it's ever probably going to happen really. I mean you know if, but, if I'm meant to do this I'm, I'm it's going to happen. Yeah. But but playing music as a hobby has been efficient enough for you, and pe- enough people know you, and you can go enough places and play enough shows in in large enough venues that it's afforded you the opportunity to be like, well, I I kind of need a van to haul right. my stuff around, yep. you know? Yep, correct. You know, and, so- you know, and great people have helped me through doing that. You know, the people that I've met, mm-hmm. um, and have sponsored me and and done stuff that I couldn't have been able to do without them doing it you know which mm-hmm. is which is awesome and i can't thank them enough and for the support and the love that they have given me and music in general and you know like even when i like uh oh i was like ober hey man you want to come over and we'll do a gig together or whatnot and he's like yeah yeah let's do it you know and, mm-hmm. and the hospitality was second to none to him as well you know what i mean yeah. i mean they just love these people that have come into my life are coming into other people's lives. And Tank was the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, we sat out on the patio and 
by a fire afterwards after we went live and yep. and drank the night away and, and and played guitar and sang at the top of our lungs and people are going to remember that for the rest of their life man that's so true yeah wow that that's i honest i don't want to be like i've never thought about it like that but i never have but that's very true I like mean, we're touching these people's lives far more than what you think we are um gosh you know <laughs> this is crazy it's crazy because you're saying this and it's like i feel the same way about going to jam nights and having people you know play songs and letting me play their songs along with them or like i don't i don't like to play and sing too many songs it's not i can do it it's just not my favorite thing well, I'm i, not, I I'm, thought you did pretty good the other yeah, night dude i'm not the the best at it but you know it's just because i don't do it a lot and right. and so like the other night nobody was up there and i was just like well nobody's up here everyone's kind of doing something so i'll i'll play a song since kind of you know everyone's out either having a cigarette or playing pool or whatever they're doing and i was like let's i'll do this you know and and i start playing like the opening to like stranglehold and and you were just like oh oh let me get let me get up there and i was just like i think i remember it (laughs) and i was just like god dang it like now i gotta play this song and it was just it was fun to be able to do it though you know and have somebody else that was like enthused to do it and i'm always i'm always kind of weirded out by that like no one's gonna want to play ted nugent songs here and it's like dude come on yeah yeah (laughs) yeah but i don't know the way i kind of figured is and and as lately especially when i play in my solo gigs and stuff well even salty i mean you know but we're 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 a bar band trying to just enjoy our life with Salty Views. Mm-hmm. And it's a great show, great talent. You know, Alyssa's awesome. Excuse me, Tim is awesome at what he does, and and it's kind of a, a good collaboration between the three of us because it's now a three piece instead of a four piece. Yep. Um, and then, but when I'm doing my solo shows, it's a total different outlet for me that I get to do because I can be me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't. And I, I guess that's what has helped me along the way is, is, is if I can, uh, and I, and I tell people there when I'm playing too, thank you for letting me spend my time with you or you spending your time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, because you guys came to see me, you know, this crowd came to see me. Yeah. So thank you. And I hope that I always want to make that show a memorable show for them, mm-hmm. whether it's the joke or a laughing or, or really good music, mm-hmm. you know. I want I want to connect with the audience. Yeah, and I I think that is what has helped me along my way. You know, is connecting with the audience on a on an intimate level mm-hmm. um, that other people can't do sometimes. You know, and and I learned that probably from Chris Carr because Chris Carr is really good at it. Yeah, you he's, know, he's and, so and, good. And, at just... and he always said, "You're gonna be you got to be an entertainer." Yep. We're all musicians, but you got to be an entertainer, and you learn how to entertain people. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know what? Without music, I would have never met Chris Carr. I would have never met you. I would have never met, you know what I yep. mean? Or Clint, um, Jesse, uh, all these people. Yep. Uh, Ober. And that that's cool. You build those friendships that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've known very few of the people that I've interviewed much longer than you know, interviewing them. Like I, you, right. you and me, like, yeah. I, I don't know if I'd even, I'm not trying to say, I don't know if I've ever talked to you. I don't know if I ever really inter- interacted with you almost at all up until we did no, the podcast. I don't think know? so. Yeah. So like, I mean, the same thing goes for Clint Riedel, you know, and like so many of the other people I've talked to and it's, it's wild that you can like interact with these people and then find out about things where it's like, I can go to the Barnum jam night, you know, and, and because you and I have met each other, you know, and, yep. and been to each other's shows and watched each other play and, and it's just like cool now. I mean, like I can get up here and actually have a chance to play music with this person, you know. And that's 
that's also something that I, I don't take lightly because it's like I always talk about this one time me and one of my buddies from Iowa Central, Vince, went to a jam night and Ron Lee King was playing guitar. And it was just like, dude, I got to play guitar. And Ron, yeah. Lee, Ron Lee King was playing leads for me. You know, it's like, this is so right. sick, you know. And it's like, but, you know, getting to play with Jeremy Ober, like uh, I like mini cheesed when I got to play uh, East Side Window with him a couple few weeks back at a show. And he's just like, all right, here we go. These are this is the chords. This is the chords, man. This yep. is how you do it. Yep. Play, okay, over. Play something along along these lines, and it was just like, all right, sounds good, you yeah. know. And uh, we played East Side Window, and that's a song I've been listening to for years. Oh yeah. Been, you know, it's been on the radio forever. He, another one, music video that goes along with it. Yeah. A really nice music video, and uh, it's just one of those cool things where it's like I got to actually play this song that I've heard so many times and i've heard so many different people play it at jam nights and and tonight was my night and i got to play it you know and had i been like eh, i don't want to play it tonight you know like right. i wouldn't have gotten the opportunity to play it you know but it's so cool to have those like mini cheese moments where you get you to know, be around musicians like, well, like okay so last night even last night was sawyer brown of all people mm-hmm. played at the sac county fair and let me tell you they still got it yeah i mean I seen him in, I think it was 92 at the state fair and I didn't oh. realize, but in, in 84, they were the star search winner of the hundred thousand dollar star search oh, recipients. Cool. And I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, that's hard to believe. That's a lot of dates me. Oh, well, yeah. Um, so, but it, Jake Clyde opened up for him, you know, so I got to watch and man, they sounded killer. Oh, I mean, my killer. Gosh. The, the, the sound guy had him just sounding killer out front. That is so cool. You know, they all run on ears anyway, but I, got to bullshit with them afterwards and that is so cool yeah That's yeah so I mean, cool. you know and i i know all the guys very well love all the guys very well you know and yeah and i think i've interviewed everyone but neil so oh you haven't done neil yet? yeah so oh shot neil he's coming for you yeah i've talked to neil about doing neil one. is we gotta, a great musician we gotta get man, a time he is down. just out there like he's playing with brad morgan he's playing with with uh jay clyde you know he's doing a lot of solo stuff on his solo own. stuff now yeah, yeah. And he's just, he's ready to push it. It's kind of like, he's got that same kind of mentality I am. Let's play. That's what we want to do. Let's yep. just go out and play in front of people. Yeah. So. You know, ironically, like I met Jesse Wilson at a jam night, and then I did a little bit of a podcast with him when he was, we were talking about him recording his video. And I was like, I see a lot of that in him as well, though, too. Yeah. You know, because he's just like, I'll play a sh- like I'll play a show here. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll play a show here. Yeah. Whatever. And he can do everything from like country to rock to like hip hop and rap. You yeah. know, because he uses a looper, so he's he can fit in in a I lot of different places. I haven't looper stuff. I've, ooh, it's so fun. Uh, so that's fun. what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't I haven't done any of it. You know. <laughs> but that's the other thing is everyone's unique. Everyone's unique in how they're attacking this thing they call music. You know, and everyone's doing it their own special way. And well, that that Hawk McIntyre is another one. He was on the um, oh, he's just a younger kid. He was on the Voice. Yeah, on the voice, mm-hmm. and he. Um, they called me up one day, and they were like, "Hey, man, we're playing in Carroll, but we don't have any. Can can you open for us? You know." And he he went on the on the voice, and he I think he made it. Well, he was got on the live thing, but he didn't get picked by any of the judges, you know. But that was kind of cool that he was on TV, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think he's like nineteen, twenty years old. Oh, right? that's sweet. Yeah, um, and killer musician, mm-hmm. and so I. I was like, yeah, man, let's go down there. So, I, you know, I met him and his dad through through music, too. You oh, know? That's, that's really cool. That, that's just another, I mean, I could keep, we could have conversations about yeah. everybody that you meet throughout the day. Um, hats off to Brad Hofing and what he's doing. You know, he's a good friend of mine. And, yeah. And some of his, I went to Forte Studios with the last song. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobson is class act down there. I mean, mm-hmm. um, 
everything they did down there their 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 equipment is is top notch they're i they were just fantastic yeah that's where i recorded i'll do me at was that forte oh nice nice um and you know if brad could have if brad had all the equipment that they have over there Mm -hmm. holy cow dude yeah holy cow he's one of those guys that can do insane stuff with i want to say a modest amount of equipment and a modest amount of setup like i've seen him in like one or two like armfuls carry all of his stuff to a place to record everyone and it's it's like what like that is insane that he can pull that off but you know it's that's another one of those things i just I think like what could some of us do if we really suck, you know, put our mind to it. And this is this is just us doing a lot of this stuff as a hobby. It's not yeah. that we're not serious, but like, you know, if we didn't have regular day jobs and stuff, like what what would we be able to accomplish with all this? I, yeah, I don't know. I, know? I I mean, you know, I've thought about that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm 44 years old, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be 60 years old and say I never tried it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I got there's so many times that I just want to say, mm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to just go do it and see if I can make a living off of it, mm-hmm. you know. But And I was going to come March, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden COVID happened, so yeah. I'm glad that I didn't. Yeah, exactly. But, you know. There is something to that, though. Like, you're, you, you probably should just do it now because you're going to say, well, we should have. You know, it's it's tough to have those shoulda, coulda, wouldas, you know. I guess, I guess here's, right. It I mean, is. I don't want any regrets. I don't want to yeah. regret it when I'm older. And yep. God willing, I get older. Yeah. And I mean, like, let's imagine this. Let's imagine you just made songs with no music video. Like, maybe, yeah. maybe your reach wouldn't be as big, you know. And, I don't know. And, and you don't have to sit there and be 60 years old and be like, man, I wish I would have made some music videos. Right. I talked about it, but I never did it, you know. I guess, I guess my plan is I'm still writing. I'm going to record more. Yep. Um, I'm sure more music videos are going to come out. Cool. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I'm going to keep that foot on the gas. Yeah. I have to. I mean, that's that's my passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what I'm going to do. Um, and I, I guess if that's satisfying enough for me, yeah, it is. And I guess if things are meant to pop and, and going to pop mm-hmm. off of that, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm just along for the ride, man. Yeah, man. I'm just that's how I'm kind of taking everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Just letting go and just letting things happen. Yeah, it's really cool though. Like you, you were talking about like you got a lot of gigs going on right now. Do you find it's easier to pick up solo gigs now than it was yep. before, just due to the fact you don't have to like? Um, I feel like if I was running a bar right now, I would hit up solo acts just on the simple yeah. fact it wouldn't be like. Uh, oh, I got to. It's not that you just have to pay more people. It's like you right. have to hit somebody up and it's like, well, is everybody in your band okay with coming and doing a show, or is some people going to be not okay with it? It's cheaper. You know? Yep. You know the 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 restaurants and the bars. They're especially now because the the governor just came down. They're cracking down on them again. Mm-hmm. Um, which is is okay. That's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different conversation. That's, a, let's that's not somebody that. else. That's somebody else's podcast. Yeah, let's yeah. not let's not talk about that. But yeah. um, I, so I don't. It's easy. Um, yeah, I'm sure it's it's easier too. You know, you don't have to drag yeah. as much stuff around. Well, right. Mm-hmm. And there's people that want to see Scott sing my songs now. Yeah. You know, and not just with Salty Views playing in a bar band anymore. Yep. And that's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird putting yourself out there like that, you know? And, yeah. I mean, it really, really is. And I don't see, you know, some of these guys that do it, and, uh, you know, Clint really puts himself out there with every song that he does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and you just kind of, it's just kind of how you got to take it. You know, people are going to like it. I'm sure there's people that don't like it. Yep. 
to each their own. Yeah, you know? that's that's the best part about music is there's all kinds of genres and. <laughs> It took me a while to realize that, like, maybe the music, like, that I don't like probably wasn't made for me. Instead of just being like, this music sucks, you know? Because that was always my first interaction yeah. when I was a teenager. Like, this is bad music. Well, I like, like all well, music. I mean. When it's, when it's, I'll tell you what, when it's live, I can, I can handle anything. Oh, yeah. You know? I, that one song that I absolutely love right now is Jelly Roll. Save oh. Me. Have you seen that video? No. Oh, my gosh. Here's this big, big dude with tattoos on his on his face and I think it was, he's a rapper or something normally and all of a sudden he comes out with this acoustic rendition of this song and it's Save Me and he just wails it oh cool it's all over YouTube it's I'll, great I'll check, check it out, it out. oh check yeah out. I mean it's an incredible song dude that's awesome so I'm like oh I'm gonna learn this one you know yeah, put this really into cool. my solo gig but yeah it's it's fun it's, it's been it's been a hell of a ride and when I decided I don't know probably I've been playing music for a long time you know yeah. Um, probably the last 10 years really just getting out into the and, – and pushing it. Yeah. Probably five years of less solo stuff really just yeah. pushing that. And it's it's been a hell of a ride, and I can't wait to see what's going to happen next, really. I mean, that's the cool part. Do those solo shows. I've – I've done one. It's tough. It's tough. You're it you are out there. You are out there oh, all yeah. by yourself. Yeah. There's nowhere to hide anything. And you know, you always yeah. Some of those shows are fun though because yeah. you're the one. Yep. That's making this Joe Schmo and his wife get up and dance because they've been sitting here like a bump on a log yep. all night long, and I'm gonna pick on them on the microphone. You yeah, know? yeah. And it, it works. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 the fun part about doing it. And I. I do. I interact with the crowd a lot, and I they and they're very receptive to it, mm-hmm. and I can get them up and get them going. It was, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. I I always forget that everyone like just really enjoys you know being around everyone else and their music and stuff like that. Like uh, I remember it was it was probably the first time you came out to the Barnum Jam about like three weeks ago. I played a song and I thought like everyone was outside and kind of not paying attention, you know, with the door closed and yeah. stuff. And so, like, that's when I sneak in there and play songs. You know, there's like, oh, there's only like five people in here. I'll, I'll, I'll rock this. You know, and then I, then I get done, and it's just like, I didn't know there was people playing pool, and they're just like, whoa! Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like oh man, hollering for yeah, it, somebody's dude. open the open the door and yell in, like, yeah, and it's like, oh gosh, yeah, this we is listen, you yeah. know, I mean, people, yeah. they do, they do, and they enjoy it. I mean, some <laughs> you got to quit being so shy. Yeah. <laughs> so, some of it's the comedy factor of it, though. Like, it's just like I, I want to make the joke of like. When you go to a jam night, it's like, dude, this guy, this guy's working. This guy's at work right now. You know, like he's working for free. Look at him. You know, like, right. you know, it's, it's not really the case. <laughs> well, but you, you no, know. but it's true though. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, but even there, even there, man, there's there's so much talent that uh, that walks the door. You know, and yeah, it was just, that night was a fun night. Yeah, dude. Yeah. But, um, uh, the first night you were there was like some of the most fun I'd had at a jam night. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, in a long time in a long time since like the patty's pub jams you know like i don't know what it was about i think i seen you know and i've never got to see jesse wilson play before either you know Mm -hmm. so it was kind of fun it was like oh cool i get Mm -hmm. to check this guy out yeah and that was the first time i met him really yeah you know i mean we're friends on facebook but i've never really officially met the guy and well yeah i mean i saw you come in and i didn't know if he noticed you or not but i was like do you know scott kirkhart he's like yeah i'm like well he's over here if you haven't met him so i was just like well go over and say hi to him you know just super nice guy yeah and that's like one of those things that's it's kind of fun just to be able to and i haven't and i didn't see clint i haven't seen clint for a long time before then too you know so it was like Mm -hmm. it was like oh man well you know of course you come up you get a big hug you know man how you doing brother what's all up you know 
and then we have a few cocktails, you know, and then we just start talking shop for a long time. And mm-hmm. um, the other night, Jordan Reuter was playing out of Traditions out of Twin Lakes. Oh, cool, so I, cool. I was like, I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to run out there and check him out. Dude, that's you awesome. Know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's kind of good being able to get out and see some of these people that you don't get to see normally. Mm-hmm. Then you got to support them, too. You yeah. Gotta, you know, I mean, they're... There are brothers and sisters out there, dude. So we gotta we gotta treat them like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the way I, I feel that way anymore. Then I want everybody to succeed, mm-hmm. you know, and and what they're doing, and want their dreams to come true as well as I want mine to come true as well, yeah. you know. And that's kind of what I'm doing with it. I'm just kind of just rolling with it, and yeah, man. I'm gonna keep pushing forward, you know. Yeah, and keep making more hats, definitely. Look yeah, the hats that that logo that that logo. I don't know what it is that. They, uh, it's becoming a, people are recognizing it. Yeah, man. It's that's awesome. The, that's the marketing. That's the marketing coming in there, man. Yeah, but yeah definitely. Well, yeah. I think we got a, just over an hour on here. I think we covered most. most well, we're not, we're stuff. not done covering it yet, you know, though. What's that? <laughs> it's your hundredth episode. It is dude. the hundredth episode, dude. What, I, what, what, well, all right. So what's the future for, uh, Audible Farm podcast now. Oh gosh, are you gonna are you gonna start doing all this video stuff oh, here? I'm gonna or? I'm gonna try to do video. We'll see. I might start a Patreon page for the video stuff on, on um, the um, on what like YouTube and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll put it on YouTube, but it'll probably be for Patreon people only. I want to try and start one uh, just just as something to do, just to see if anybody would would pay to watch any of this or not. You know, I, you know, I don't Granger Smith. All right, of all people, Granger Smith is. A big country artist, right? Yeah, and he's very Christian. Very, he's got a great family. His his younger son passed away or got killed in a, in a pool accident. It was only like three, I think, is what it was. River was, and they started. He starts all this podcast that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's the, called the Smiths. Yep. And I I listen to it religiously every week on Monday. It comes out just like I listen to yours every yep. week religiously on Thursday when they come out. Yeah. And. He's doing a killer job of it. Yeah. And and he talks about some pretty deep stuff, you know, and gets mm-hmm. into it and about family stuff and become a little more intimate, you know, and mm-hmm. and that's pretty neat. And I there's a and then of course I gotta listen to Hawkeye football, so I listen to, you know, washed up walk ons and stuff like that. And that's yeah. just three ex football players that were walk on football players that started a podcast. Oh and, cool. And they're they cuss on it and they you know, yep. I mean that's just the way they are. Mm-hmm. And they talk everything Hawkeye football and I, these podcasts are pretty pretty cool and what you're doing is pretty cool i appreciate it yeah dude it's awesome well, keep it up well i just figure it's free every week regardless and if anybody like i've had a lot of people tell me they want to watch video of well it. we need to find you another big sponsor yeah right? oh man maybe if anybody's well, looking to sponsor uh hit me up I, right. if it's something i can use and something i will enjoy i'm not gonna i don't unfortunately I will probably will not do like a beer sponsor because I don't drink beer. You don't drink but, beer, but, right? Yeah, but, you know, yeah, but you coffee, like coffee, coffee, yeah. the coffee sponsor. I, it'd be awesome to double up on coffee sponsors, but they probably wouldn't enjoy the competition directly. But hey, you know, Couchtown Coffee's been super good to me, and that's one of the things that's pretty wild. Is like, you know, just being part of the music community. It was like I I'm looking for coffee sponsors, and somebody was just even like, if, even if you're even if you're a even if you got a music venue or something like that, yeah. Yeah, you know, sponsored by the Cornerstone, yeah, and uh, you know, Pub and Grill up at Emmitsburg. You know, exactly, go and check them guys out. And 
Well, might I mean, be a good idea. I'll, I'll talk to him for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just one of those things. It's it's permanent advertising, you know, for it somebody is. too, because it's it's there forever. You know, it's not like it's on the radio once and it went by, and if you weren't listening at noon, you didn't hear it, right. and that's too bad. How's your listenership? I mean, do you get do you get graphics and all that? I I do, uh, do statistics. It, and... it it was on the way up, all the way up until COVID, and it took a dive because nobody's in their cars. Now. Gotcha. So right. Um, and that's where a lot of people were just like, dude, you got to do video because we're all just sitting at home. And they want to watch YouTube and, and stuff and like now that. And I'm, now I'm once again day late and a buck short on everything as I am. But well, like, but, but video is, is here. I mean, I'm, I'm attempting it. I'm attempting it. So, so we'll see. That, you know, the Smiths, they do their, their podcast video. Um, mm-hmm. They got a YouTube channel. And then they started this one. There was an old Chevy pickup truck that was in one of his videos. It was his dad's pickup mm-hmm. and then his pickup. And it didn't start for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's like a 72 or 71 Chevy. I mean, it's an old green, ugly pickup. Yeah. Well, during COVID they decided him and his bus driver decided we're going to fix this old pickup truck up and get it running. Oh, cool. So they've been coming out with video podcast of what they're doing to the truck this week. And this is what we're doing. And all these people are sending them people parts. Oh, cool. From all over the country. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. That's sweet. And it's like, Oh, new videos out. I come check it out. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do. It, so it could be big. Yeah, you Maybe never you know. know. I've, I mean, I've had other ideas to do the podcast and do things like I've got a lot of merch, like you know the Scott Kirkhart hat. Um, you know, right. I've also got my own merch and, and other stuff. But like, I've got T-shirts for like everybody's bands. It seems like, and I, I like to. I want to try and like incorporate something where it's just like, look at all this merch I got. And like, you take like a little episode to take like five minutes to be like, right. do check out this shirt. It's for this band. You can listen to their stuff here. I'll put a link to it down below, you know, and just do a little like plug yeah. for everybody. But it's kind of like a hooray. I've got all this cool merch. And then you can also well, try to get people in on the merch game as well. With merch you. is, that's a whole different ball game too. It is. It is. I mean, you got and you got to stay ahead of the game. I mean, you know, you got to have so many sizes, you got to have, but you can't spend too much money and then have them sitting around. Yeah, you that's, know, that's the that's a, such a killer though too, because like I I when I first got shirts, I got you know just a few regular ish sizes, you know, and then I for some reason I sold out of smalls first. I don't know how that works. Well, yeah. I usually have smalls always left yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, mind blown. Huh. But. Somehow or another, I run out of smalls, so I I ordered on my second order. I ordered some more smalls, and I haven't sold a single one yet. Right, but but I was like, I'll order some bigger sizes because people hit me up. Yeah, with I said, size. man, you got to hook me up with the fat man size. Yeah, so. So, so I was like, I gotta find these new bigger sizes, you know. And those have been the ones that have been selling the fastest now. So you know, it's had I had them available, people would have been wearing them long ago, you know. So you gotta right. you gotta know what you need. But in your stickers or your game on on your stickers? Yeah, stickers all day and night. We were talking about that at Jam Night last week, wasn't it? Yeah, StickerMule dot com. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. I mean, if anybody's looking for stickers, that's where I would recommend a Sticker Mule. They yeah. make they make uh, the majority of the and stickers you, I have. You know, stickers. Everybody kind of wants a sticker. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. <laughs> like we're growing adults and we're yeah. collecting stickers. Yeah, exactly. There's uh. a big sticker trading game going on. I gotta, I gotta fill up my case. My case has got to be stickers front to back. You know, and, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to streamline everything a little bit, make it easier for everybody. Uh, just find more people to talk to if I can. You know, I've, I've made it almost. You know, I've interviewed like 90 different people. You know, so it's pretty wild to think. That's I've, awesome. That I've, you know, run into about 90 different people. Well, look how many about. people you've met just through the podcast. Exactly. Alone, dude. Never would have interacted with them ever before because I would have been, you know, too shy or you know, it's just like, is this person approachable or not? But it's like if you establish the common ground of like, hey, I enjoy your music. 
let's talk about it. And people are just like, how am I going to talk about my music for this long? Yeah, how like, do you do it? Because you really can carry on a conversation and keep people, and you got to keep me engaged in this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we got cell phones dinging over here and we got, you know what I mean? <laughs> how do you keep that person engaged into the, into the conversation? Like it's that? tough. Go listen to some of the first episodes. I didn't know what I was doing, but for a while there, um, people would like interact with like, I wish you would have asked this. I wish you would have asked that. And it was just, at first I was like, that's mean. Like, don't tell me what I should have, you know, yeah, like yeah, you take yeah, it to heart, but, then you, but it's, but it's constructive. And you're like, oh, I probably should have. And then you don't think like, now I'm like, if somebody says something and I just imagine like, am I, if I'm listening to this for the first time, do I have any clue what's going on? Right. So like, if you're just like, Oh, I was hanging out with Clint the other day. And it's like Clint Riedel, you know, he's another musician, you know? And so you, at, you slide those things in there. If somebody's just like, well, I was doing this, this, and this, and this, and then someone's going to like, how'd you get involved in that? You know, it's like, well, how did you get involved in that? Right. You know? And it's just like, cause to me, I'm, well, I'm honestly a little bit curious, but I don't want to pepper people at, you know, gigs with 40,000 questions. Well, you know? but, but you're and they're, you know, your podcasts are an average of an hour. Yep. You know, how do you keep the listenership out there that are listening to the podcast to not get bored with the podcast? But I don't ever get bored with the podcast listening. I mean, I'm like, like I'm intrigued the whole time. Yeah. And granted, I'm sitting in a FedEx truck, but I even want to make a delivery. I crank it up a little bit so I can hear what they're saying. You know, mm-hmm. leave the door open so I can hear it. Yeah. And then back in. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm like totally into the conversations that you were having with these other musicians. Well, it's, I mean, it's kind of crazy. I just go into it thinking like, what did I, what did we have to talk about today that was was super pertinent? Honestly, nothing. You know, right. like, you, but since the last time I had talked to you, it was like, well, you had the music video come out yeah. and the song. I mean, we can goes, brag a little bit clears, about what's clears going 100,000 views. We traded some merch the yep. other day. Yep. That's literally was the basis of what, what I came in here with. I was like, I got to hit those things and that's it. Right. You know, but it's like, talked about doing a merch swap at the Barnum Jams. Like, oh yeah, and the Barnum Jams are fun. You know, and yeah. they just, and then just, that, just and let then it, that conversation just goes on and just, on and on. Just let it go. So if you yeah. and I aren't bored with the conversation, nobody else probably right. is, you know. Yeah, that's and true. So I'm just trying to like keep them in mind you know sometimes i've found that certain things cause people to trail off really quick and that's gear talk so if you talk about gear it's just like keep it light well we you know? did talk about gear a we, little bit in this podcast so we, did. we didn't bore anybody yeah but i'm not like dude i bought a set of lace lace sensor dualies and i'm gonna put them in there with some coil splits on triple shots that's pretty and, badass and, though and, i'm gonna say i'm not gonna lie people are like i have no clue what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about like, right you know so but you know i try to keep it try and keep it pretty pretty normal i guess uh just let everybody that wants to listen listen plus like i guess if you're still listening and you're just like how come we didn't talk about with scott you know how he got started playing music i already did that on a different yeah, episode so go listen to that one yep. you know oh you should talk to salty view i already did it you know scott was there too yep. so if you want to listen to a little bit more scott Uh-oh. there's that one there and i mean that one was more heavy on me asking everyone else what they had going on and less about you cuz i had already done that with you but right. but i still got you to interject you know and in, in yeah, a little bit. situations and i so. wanted you to get you know those guys mr salter's got a yeah. plethora of information that through his music career you know i mean yeah. you don't have a guy that created premier guitar magazine yeah on very often right dude it's so wild about that i, I mean think about that it's like the largest guitar magazine in the world right now yeah i have people that hit me up about it and it's just like uh, something something premier guitar it's just like you know funny right. thing the guy that started that was on my podcast yeah you know? isn't that and, crazy and uh you know he had the right idea doing that and it's 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 something like this if if he was doing that someone was just like that's dumb you know it's never gonna happen it's just like 
why, why would you want to squash someone's dreams, you know? So, like, I feel about that way about negativity. It's like, this this person's yeah, got some issues and stuff. Don't listen to it, you know? Right. I've had some people come through on the podcast and negatively react to what's going on just based on, like, uh, the guest said a certain thing or, like, I said a certain thing or somebody just has a quorum with, like, a band that the guest mentioned or it could be the most nonsensical stuff that happened and for some reason people are just like, <coughs> right, you know, share this and dislike it and make, you know, leave bad reviews and stuff and it's happened but it's still just like, this doesn't matter. Everybody's you know? pretty. Everyone's... 99.9% of the time, it's a positive, all positive, yeah. you know? you know, yeah. And the rest of the time, it's a crapshoot between negativity and bots. You know, <laughs> you know? And you're doing this out of pure enjoyment. I mean... Yeah, literally. Right I, now, I mean... Yeah. Right now. Yeah. All right, you're in 100th episode, dude. That's... 100 episodes of giving something away for free. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, just taking my time out. Like, uh, today I should be doing homework, honestly, but I came here and I'm hanging right, out with yeah, you instead. Yeah, well, you whatever. Know? I mean... You know, rock and roll. But it's kind of like... That, that's a lot of commitment. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, you yeah. must enjoy it. I, I do. You know, honest, honestly, like, otherwise I'd just be sitting at home doing nothing, you know? And I want to interact with the people that I'm around anyways. So, like, right. if I... It originally started as, like, I can interview all the people that I interact with on in music that I play, like, with Three Finger Betty. But then I found myself going to jam nights and then interacting with different people. And it just sure. expanded and kept going and going until eventually I was talking to people I'd never met before about music that I had only heard on the internet, you know. And it's like, I got to go see a Eugene Levy show, you know. I can't wait to go see the Pork Tornadoes live, you know. Right. It's just like... That's a and they they rock yeah yeah you know so I, I just think about bands like that where it's like I can't wait to go see all these people live and, and go check out their stuff you know so you get to run into all these different people and it's it expanded from being something that was like you know a self promotional tool it's like I could talk about the shows that I have coming up you know and I I don't do that as much anymore because that's not really what it's about I right. do sometimes but you know it's I share a lot of that stuff in the in the Facebook group if anybody wants to get on the Facebook yeah group, but, you know and that's I know as well as you do that social media is yeah i mean you got to stay present all the yes. time yeah all the time it's yep. never ending oh my god and you do a very good job of it too I'm i mean trying my best you know it is but it's just like it's a full-time job at yeah. times you know some of it feels redundant it's like i shared this picture once already you know it's just right. like well I'll do it again because maybe the people last tuesday didn't see right. it you especially know. you know like even you know when you come out with a new album yeah or a new a new a new single you yeah know. just sharing Keep it once it. is not enough no sharing yeah. it once is not no nope. put it in your story every day yep. so, so it never disappears yep. and and even if it's six months down the road say hey did you check this out you yeah, know and you next thing you know it? you got another twenty thousand views on your yeah because people are just like oh i didn't know this thing existed you right. know and it's because maybe they didn't they weren't fans of yours until right. after it came out or something you know yep. and people don't know and I, that's why I, I really like the way you're doing your your social media stuff and your I hope you do this video stuff because yeah. we kind of talked about this before you were gonna. We did, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I don't know, and I'm like, that'd be kind of neat, dude. Yeah, and I'm just doing it like renegade it's like style NPR right now. or something like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was, yeah, this isn't multi-camera. I mean, I could do that. Well, you probably could eventually. And I thought I mean, about it, but it's it's still I'm at the whim of where I am at because so some of these are Skype podcasts and what, some of them. What's are your what, what's your goal, or do you have a goal of seeing Audible Farm? Uh, <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a loaded question. You know, honestly, it is. honestly, like, uh, I wouldn't mind being able to have a place that I could go to, to do all of these, but it's going to have to be a centralized location that people will want to come to. Right. So, so since I talked to so many people from all over the place, that might not be a thing that can happen. You know, well, it's going to be tough to get somebody from Iowa city to drive. Even if it's in Des Moines, like if I moved to Des Moines and I have it set up there, 
it's going to be tough to get people to drive to Des Moines just to sit and talk with me for an hour or so, you know. But then if I have like a dedicated studio space, I will probably upgrade some video stuff. And then you can maybe sure. have some sort of like live from the Audible Farm Studios nonsense going on or whatever. That would be cool. You know, try and pull off some Chris Carr stuff or some like a DSM TV kind of stuff. That's another one. Um, down in Des Moines, people set up like a, a place where they can videotape and stream live videos of yep. like bands and stuff and it's insanely cool so like i don't know there's a lot of stuff i'd love to do you know um maybe do like live concert series i want to videotape more shows and put more videos on you know youtube for people to watch right so you know well you're that you're gonna build your fan base in yeah a broader spectrum exactly as I mean, well i mean it it's helped out a lot of bands i've interviewed i mean i've interviewed people and talked to them like you know audit shows and things like that where it's like hey can i put this video online uh, i took it of you and they're like yeah put it up there and they don't have anything recorded and they use that as a way to book more shows because even if my video quality is not like the most insanely best it's way better than a lot of other people's cell phone video quality oh so, yeah you know as long as you mix like a, a field recorder or something else in there with it you know you can pull off a lot of crazy stuff so um you know, I just try and doing things like that. I'm just kind of doing it all grassroots. I don't know if I, I want to take on too much because I'm, you know, f still trying to finish school. I'm almost done right. with it. So you're almost done. Yeah, yeah. Um, Long ride. It's been a wild ride, man. I'm I'm ready to be done with school, and that's pretty crazy that I did like all of this, like right in the middle of school. While you're too. doing school, yeah, it's just like in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah go I mean. going back to school. I was working, you know, full time doing it there for a while, and and doing two bands and playing shows in like Illinois and stuff like that, and. Still trying to find time to get all this stuff done, and I've I've only ever missed one week, and I ran a replay episode of one of my most famous episodes, which was Gene Walker's. Great episode. Yeah, I mean yeah. that one. That one is soundbite central. Uh, if oh, you want to yeah. like pull some sound bites out of it, Gene Walker's the man for that. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta sit down and talk with him again someday. I mean, that's. I'm sure he'd be honored to do yeah, it, man. That's yeah. Gino, you know. And that was another one. Didn't know him from the <coughs> Man on the Moon, and then sit down and talk with him, and it's it's just like, man, this guy might be a little rough around the edges. And then you talk to him, like this guy is the nicest guy I've oh, ever met yeah. my entire life. <laughs> you know. Um. You know, when we had that Tracy Ernst benefit, we mm -hmm. we um. There were so many killer musicians there. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, I mean, and it was kind of neat because uh, Riddle with Class just got done playing, and I was like, oh, I got to do something here, man, because, and so I, I got up on stage behind Merritt, and I was got on the mic, and I was like, Hey, I want every musician in the house that's still here to come up to the front of the stage. Oh, cool! And, and next thing you know, man, there's probably twenty or, or thirty of them. And we all took a picture with Tracy, all of us musicians. You yeah. Know? How often do you get that many musicians exactly. together? I mean, not even at jam nights does that happen. No. You know, you know? No, right. And this is all to support a musician. And I said and I said to him, I said, This is I said, We we need to start something. We need to do like one weekend out of the year. Nobody book nothing. Sorry, bars. Yeah. Because we're going out to a party and we're going to have an open jam and a party all day long. Oh, cool. And just make it like a weekend type deal, you know? And just musicians. Just let's just have fun and get together and have a good time. Oh God, that'd be so fun. I think maybe it's in the works. We'll see what happens. Dude, could you imagine how cool that would be if you had like, you know, just I'm talking like five guitar amps up on stage oh. and like maybe two drum sets set up on stage. Yeah. Some, or just like whatever's going on so everyone can just jump in there whenever they yeah. want to. Just come on up. Yep. Oh, yeah, this one's this one's more clean. This one's more dirty sounding, you know, and just come up here and plug in and play. And yeah. 
That would oh. be super, super so, fun. Man, I'm hoping that we could get that going, you know? Oh, God, that'd be so cool. Could, I mean, even if you could do that at a public place and set it up as, like, a nonprofit type thing, like the Rock yeah, and Picnic kind could. of deal, and then and then make money off of it, it'd right. be, still be a cool thing, you know? Yep. You could, you know, donate it all to a good cause or something, whatever, you know? But, like, there's something there's something there to that, too, because I'm yep. sure that other people would enjoy, enjoy oh. seeing that, too, you know? Where it's just like I'm you sure don't, there is. you don't know what's going to happen, but there's going to be cool things happening, you know. Yeah. And not not every finish well, is going to be clean. This much talent, mm-hmm. all in one place, mm-hmm. shit's going to happen. And, yeah, you know. And you better have video as well because it's going to be cool. It's going to be wild. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see if it works out. But I, man, I'm I'm proud of you, dude. What you what you do and what you've done. That's, I appreciate it. That that's cool. A hundred. You gonna do another hundred episodes? Yeah, hopefully we'll make it to quadruple Epis- digits, ep- right? <laughs> yeah, good you, deal. You never know. That's I'd, a lot of time. I, it takes a lot of time, a lot of you know dedication. I, I want to do more than one a week, but honestly, like one a week is plenty. It's it's just enough. Well, to, and you come home. I mean, you record it all, and then you go home and you edit, edit it down. It, yeah. And, and so you got to take time and listen to the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, again. yeah it's, it's a one man operation. Sometimes I've I've gotten a little lax on the editing because I used to I used to be like. Anything that could be construed as negative at all has to come out of this thing. But then it's just like, you know what? We're just having a conversation. Yeah, we're just conversating. You know, and and some of the stuff, I have taken some things out here and there. I'm sure we're going to piss people off, but everyone's going to. You can't make everybody happy. Yeah. I wish we could, but. You know, and that's that's like profanity. I don't care if anybody uses profanity. I'm not going to go out there and just be like, oh, damn it, you bitch. Just like swear a whole bunch of I'm not going to cuss, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I just. We're not all dirty folk singers, right? Clint. (laughs) Uh, No, no, but like that's the thing though is I just let it. I let everyone be themselves, and I will. I will adapt to the situation just as everyone usually does in their own situations, you know. And you know, if you swear, you swear. If you know, if you say something that you want me to take out, I'll take it out. But like you said, yeah, I have to do all the editing. Well, but that's that's the cool part about it, though, as well, is because you know we're not. It's not on FM radio. No, you know what I mean. Yeah, Uh, I don't have anybody breathing down my neck. It's it's not censored. I mean. And let's be honest, that's how a lot of us are, man. This is who we are. And this is some, yeah. this is sometimes how we talk sometimes. Yeah, you know? exactly. If, yeah. If you want to say the F-bomb once in a while, it's going to probably happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. It's funny when I don't expect it to come out. And then I'm like, oh, oh what a podcast. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, right. Sorry, Mom, no. if you're listening. You yeah. Know? No, I get yeah. it. You know. But I, man, I really hope that you just keep this going. And I, I can't commend you enough on what you're doing. I appreciate it, man. Thank it, you. Yeah, no, that's cool. And thanks for having me again and all that stuff. Yeah, man. I'm glad to have met you. I'm glad, glad to have you around for episode 100. Because I was like, what should I do for episode 100? I had I had some ideas of doing some radically crazy things, and, and I was like, well, let's just keep it simple and then see what happens. And you were the you were the first, and quite frankly, the only person to hit me up. I, well, I was just like 100, and, dude. I want it. Let's and I was do just it. like, that's that's what I want. I want someone that wants to be in on yeah. this. So here we go. You know. Oh, and it did fit. You know. I mean. I, which is cool, you know, and I, I can't, I can't thank everybody enough out there. Period, as as far as supporting me and my music as well. Yeah, and I'll do me is just ramping up, and it's still going. It's still going. It's going to go live, national, country music FM. Uh, hopefully August fifteenth for whoa, that play me. Whoa, yeah, cool. which is kind of cool. So I'm, you know, we're just, it's just. And I, I had a radio guy help me with that, you know. Um, um, from Atumawa. Oh, wow. He, yeah, uh, Steven Stogard, I think. Yeah, he's got a hold of me. And he's like, if you want radio stations to play your music, you need to use this 
format and this is what the radio stations use you know sign up for it so i ended up doing it and paid the fees or whatever it was you know and and man it's gonna be cool that's cool yeah you never know i mean are they gonna give you statistics back and tell you how many? yeah yeah all that kind of stuff that's gonna be so cool so i hope you know so i hope that Uh, it does it but Dude, that would be tons of fun, even if just to be like, who picked this up? Even if it's just like 20, 30, 40 stations, you know? And it's yeah. just like, they each played it twice, I mean, but, I, but that's it, across the It gets a lot of play US, in Iowa, you know? which is cool. I mean, yeah, it's playing down buddy. there. K97's down there. Um, mm-hmm. Storm Lake it's playing in. There's mm-hmm. a place over in Dyersville, I think, that's playing it, you know? Musicians, if you are anywhere remotely close to fitting a genre of anything on a radio station, you will fit there. Country, yeah. If you play country music, hit up your local country stations and be like, dude, I made this and Even I'm from Iowa. Even if you play rock. I mean, you, what, Moonshine and Mason Jars was on 92 Rock the other yeah. day. And I was like, yeah, thanks, Mason. Yeah, you dude. Kick ass, you know? Yeah. And I, but I was like, uh, and, and, and of course, you know, I got people snapping me mm-hmm. hey you're on the radio yeah you know? that's one of my favorite like, things ever yeah, is get, cool. getting little video snippets of uh your band on the radio it's so fun yeah. it's so fun oh yeah you know it's not impossible no and i mean getting on the radio like oh uh, doesn't mean what it used to mean back no. in the day and it's like no it doesn't it really doesn't but it's still a really cool feather, feather to have in your cap and it means something yeah it does mean it something. does you know and it's I've coached so many bands that I enjoy to send their stuff to Mason at 92 Rock. Oh, yeah. And uh, Regional Rock Hour, 92 Rock, he's Mason. he's so huge into, into, the, into the... The scene as much as scene, everyone. Yeah, right, he, he loves music just as much as I do. Right. I started this because of his show, you know, yeah. and I was just like, I want to have longer conversations with these people, you yeah. know, and that's what I did. And, and he went the route of, he's a radio DJ, so he plays music, but it's music from around the area. So it's really cool, you know? And I mean, he goes across Iowa and and beyond. And that's one of my favorite things. I was just like, everyone should be using this. I want to, I want to hear some of my favorite Iowa bands on the station. So it's like, dude, send your music to Mason. Yeah. And, and if anybody's listening and hasn't do it. And Darren on K97 has been a huge supporter of me, which is cool. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I can't, I can't thank Darren enough. You know, like, I think it was seven fifteen in the morning one day, and he's like, "Man, you got like three requests for already for it." And, and he, like he he Snapchatted me, he's like, "You're on the radio now, dude. Check oh, and tune crazy, in." And I'm cool. like, "Oh, thanks, man. I'll tune in." That's you know? awesome. Yeah, that's so, so cool. So, so that's kind of neat, and you know, the support there has been great. That's what I I've been blessed, and I, and I hope and pray to keep continue to be blessed. With everything, and I, man, I'm gonna keep pushing out that music, and I'm gonna keep to going. That's good. Um, I have nothing else to do. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, this is my this, this is my life. Yep. Music is my life just as well as it is yours. Yep. And people don't understand that sometimes mm-hmm. unless they're in into it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, before you pulled up, I, I was literally playing guitar. Yeah. You, you know, I mean. Yep. I mean. People don't. They just, I mean, it becomes you. It, it, it is what you, who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, kind of like this podcast. It is who you are now. Yeah. You've got a hundred weeks, a hundred weeks. That's, that's two years, you know? It's Dude. Like, that's wild. And, uh, yeah. I mean, and like you said, as much as you could try and deny it, but it is part of what you become, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah, people attach it to you. And I think that was one reason I didn't enjoy. Sounds like a good song, doesn't it? You know, it does. <laughs> I think that was one reason I ran away from playing guitar so much was because people just attached it to you. And they're like, ah, you're just a guitar player, dude, or whatever. And it's like, 
you know. What's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yes, you know? I am. <laughs> yeah. You know? I don't know. When I was 20, I was kind of embarrassed about it because you're like 20 year old, still trying to like, you're still trying to live the dream. You're not going to live the dream, you know. And it's like, well, I could still have fun doing this. And that was something I didn't realize until I was older, unfortunately. Well, um, Brothers Osborne is a huge country band that I love, man. And there's, there are two brothers. And you have uh, John Osborne is the guitar player. And his brother was like, yeah, he was the geeky one, always, step, always, you know, sitting in his room, locked the door, playing mm-hmm. guitar by himself for hours and hours. And the guy is phenomenal. Yeah. Hey, you know, and they wouldn't be where they're at now. I yeah, mean. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, you can't book them for under 100 grand now. Yeah, so. oh gosh. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's <laughs> insane. Right? Yeah, that's insane, dude. The country scene is, uh, is just a booming force. It is. It is. It's insanely huge. And, uh. You know, you're riding the wave. Dude, you're riding the uh, wave in Iowa for it, dude. We're going to keep sure. going, man. Hopefully, yeah. you know, I got to keep that going. Yeah. I got to keep the foot on the gas. It's, you know, sometimes yep. I want to I want to take a breather and go, oh, well, maybe I should let this one fester. Mm. No, I got to keep writing. Yeah. Yeah, you man. Um, I mean, it would be nice to have a, a new song already ready to be recorded in a new video while while this one, I'll Do Me, starts, right. to, starts to pan out a it, little bit. It would, and, and it would be great. But I also have a full time job. That yeah, I that's true. And I have kids. Yeah, you know, I yep. mean, yep. if this was all that I was doing, mm-hmm. right? Yep, it wouldn't be a problem. But you know, and I got to go work that eight to five day job. And- oh, there it ended. That was the end of it. Hey, uh, if you want to hear the end of this podcast, even though it was only a few extra minutes, it is available as a video version that is correct we are doing audible farm video versions of the podcast now uh if the guest is okay with me doing video of them i will be doing video of the podcast so hopefully there will be do be more videos coming soon but if you want to check out the video version of this podcast it is available at our patreon page that's right audible farm has a patreon page now and all you have to do is give one dollar a month you can give more, but all you have to do is give $1 a month. $1 a month, and you can watch all of the episodes, uh, video versions that we have recorded. So if I have them recorded, I will post them there. And if you are a patron of the page, you will be able to see the post. So check that out. If that interests you and it's something you want to see, check it out. You will be able to see uh, video versions of the podcast now, if the guest permits it. I'm not going to force it on anybody. I still think the audio versions are good enough, honestly, but I had a lot of people asking about video versions, and I mean a lot. So hey, if that's the route you want to take, they're available uh, on the Patreon page. Otherwise, everything is is going to be free. It's just gonna, still going to be free like it always was. You're still going to hear intros and outros and the whole nine yards, and uh, we're going to be talking about Couchtown Coffee and whoever sponsors, and and we're going to be doing all that good stuff. But if you want the video, that's at the Patreon page. So check that out. It also has, uh, you know, at least for this podcast, it has the the proper ending, I guess, would be the way to say it. But uh, like I said, those are available on the Patreon page. If you want to check it out, there's a link in the description. Otherwise, if you want to check out Scott Kirkhart's music video for All Do Me, that cleared 100,000 views, and it's well over that now on Facebook, I put a link uh, in the description for the YouTube video of that. So check that out. That's available also for you guys to check out. And that's free because that's YouTube. I mean, that's I mean, that's awesome. So check that out. Uh, it's well worth checking out. It's a really cool video, and it's a great song. So I'm really happy to have Scott come with me, you know, and hang out on episode 100. 
you know, he's been he has been working very hard to uh, extend his reach in the area, and he's been doing a very good job of it. You know, what with music videos and networking with people and all the merch he's got. The hats are awesome. Uh, you know, hit up his Facebook page if you want to check out those hats. Uh, we're also kind of clowning around with him a little bit in the video version of this. So if you want to check that out, you can see the hats on the video version on the Patreon page. But yeah, I mean, it was really great to sit down and talk with him. We talked about gear. We talked about going to jam nights. Talked about you know, you know, serendipitously running into people at shows and and at work and and all these other places. And you know, all these people help us out. And if people believe in us, and we got to believe in ourselves, you know, and, and stacking up the confidence. And then Scott even flipped the script on me a little bit. Started asking me some questions about the podcast. And uh, you know, props to him. You know, he's he's just as curious about it as everyone else is. Someday. I'll tell more about the Audible Farm podcast and how it started and, and everything. But for now, this is me talking to everybody else. So I uh, got to say shout out to Scott. You know, you reached 100,000 views on Facebook on your video. That's that's insane. That's monumental. Uh, I joked about it uh, a little bit in the podcast, but Scott deserves like a plaque or something for that. That's that's wild. That's a, that's a mile marker for sure. So uh, hats off, Scott. You've been uh, working hard and it's well-deserved, all the success you got. So appreciate it, man. Hey, if you guys are uh, looking for anything in the Audible Farm shop, the Audible Farm shop is open. That's uh, We got links to that down below. Uh, this week, the code word to save 5% is Scott. You save 5% on anything. So you fill your cart up and, and 5% off the whole nine yards. It's, it's right there. So you can save 5%. It's only good the day that this podcast comes out. This is for all the super diehards that are, you know just love to listen the very first day the podcast comes out. And they think, you know... Now I'm getting a now I'm getting a sticker. Now I'm getting a shirt because it's five percent off. So why not? So this is for all the diehards. I really appreciate you guys. The code word is five percent. Uh, there's a link down below for the Audible Farm shop. So check that out as well. Also, there's uh, links to Scott's stuff down below as well as links to Salty Views information down there too. So check it out if you guys uh, want to see more information on Audible Farm. Go to audiblefarm.com. We will have links there to everything we've got as far as shop, social media, Patreon page, and more. So check that out. And uh, hey, thanks for listening to episode number 100. It's a wild ride. I didn't know if I would, uh, didn't know if I'd ever make it this far. I remember talking to Justin Comer from uh, I Hear I See, the radio show slash podcast, and you know he made it to 100 episodes, and I was blown away. You know, and and here I am sitting at 100 episodes now, and he's still going. So hey rock and roll you know we're gonna keep going uh i'm gonna try to keep doing video versions of this even if they're skype i'll try and find a way to make it uh at least somewhat enjoyable i know that when skype video and audio are working at the same time it's not as good as just the audio but we'll figure something out so uh hopefully we get this thing all worked out and the video versions go off without a hitch so uh hey appreciate everybody listening thanks for listening to episode 100 go back and tell me what your favorite episode was from the previous 100 uh cheers everybody cheers 100 episodes here's to 100 more check you guys next time peace peace